With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We have breaking news. A mass shooting at a country music concert on the Las Vegas Strip. With automatic weapons opening fire from the 32nd floor of Mandalay Bay. 159 is coming from like the uh, 50th or 60th floor. North of the Mandalay Bay is coming out a window. You are listening to Hidden Truth, Las Vegas Shooter, with Jim Breslow. Find us at HiddenTruthShow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Hidden Truth Show. Here's Jim Breslow. You know, when I was a kid, my dad used to always tuck me in at night, and what he'd do is turn over the pillow so I had the cool side of the pillow. I'll never forget that and how good it felt to have the cool side of the pillow. Well, believe it or not, they've now invented a pillow that doesn't need to be turned over. It is always cool. It stays cool. It's called the REM pillow. It's made in the USA, and they use an aerated foam, and that way the hot dissipates and the cool flows throughout it. The paint pillow is amazing, never needs to be turned over, stays cool for the best possible night's sleep, uses the highest quality foam. You know, not all foam is, is rated the same. They use the highest quality of foam made in the USA, and we have a special offer for our listeners at superfinesleep.com. If you use the promo code TRUTH, you'll get 20% off when you buy two of these pillows, the REM pillow. Go to superfinesleep.com, enter the the code TRUTH for 20% off. There's a 30-day money-back guarantee, the REM pillow at superfinesleep.com. Welcome back to the Hidden Truth Show. We've had a lot of comments from listeners. We're building a great community on Facebook. And on this show, we're going to feature some information that we got from one of our followers. We want to remind everybody to go to our Facebook page, place your comments on there, communicate with us at Hidden Truth Show. Also, you can support us at Patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Go to the Hidden Truth Show page on Patreon, and you can support us on there. We want to do a special call out to Auntie M7. She was a victim uh, at the shooting, and she reached out to us and let us know that for her, hearing the gunshots at the beginning of our show is unsettling to her. And having spoken to so many victims at this point, we could certainly understand why she would have that reaction. It's very common uh, for victims to have that. So for Auntie M7, we have taken that out of the introduction. Um, I want to talk about somebody else who provided a comment, and that's Bob. And Bob has created an unbelievable website tracking what happened on October 1st, 2017. I can only call him a Las Vegas shooter savant based on what he has posted up. If you go to our website at hiddentruthshow.com, you'll see a link on there. and We're going to keep that link up to what Bob has done. It's 101-2017.com is the website that he's put up. And he has accumulated everything that has ever existed on the internet pertaining to the shooting. You're going to hear an interview that I do with him, and he starts by explaining why he chose to do this. But his name is Bob. He's only willing to go by Bob because he notes that many things that have been posted on the Internet were subsequently taken down. 
And that's why he chose to build this site to protect everything that's ever been put up. You know, there's been lots of assertions of conspiracy and so on, and we've tried to dig into all those things for all of you in a very even-handed way. One of the biggest things is whether there was more than one shooter. And Bob has focused a lot of attention on whether or not there was more than one shooter. And we can certainly understand why there is that belief. What we're going to go through with Bob is play for you clips from the police scanner tapes from that night. We have over 20 clips that we're going to play for you where there are phone calls being made uh, being being made into the police about live shooters active at various casinos in Las Vegas at various times after Paddock completed his shooting. There's police calls from the Bellagio, from the New York, New York, from Tropicana, from the Hard Rock, and from Coco's. Either people being seeing someone with a weapon, someone hearing a fired weapon, seeing someone down as a result of a shooting. And these are all calls that you're going to hear coming in live to the police scanners that night with SWAT teams being deployed to those casinos that night. The problem is there are no police reports regarding any of this. You're going to hear the scanner tape, but unfortunately there are no police reports regarding this. All we have is the master report that came out, the 81-page report. In that report, it does mention that there were reports of shootings at other locations and that police were dispatched to them. But we don't have any reports from that. On any other night in Las Vegas, if there was a report of a shooting at a strip casino, it would be national news. But because it was that night, we don't hear about it. It's all consumed with what happened at the Mandalay Bay. But what really happened at these other locations, we don't know. But you're going to hear now the reports that were brought in live that night. We're going to go through them with Bob one by one. But as I said, I started by asking him what caused him to keep track of all these things on a single website. I heard on the news that there was a shooting in Las Vegas, and I started to um, dig into it. I was looking at videos. I noticed people were uploading cell phone videos of what had happened live, and I was adding it to a, a playlist so that I could sh uh, share it with other people and say, hey, look at this. And I noticed that some of the playlist items were getting deleted, so I decided to archive all the videos related. And, and do you have many of those videos in your archive? Almost all of them, yeah. There's just a few that I, I, I was too slow to capture. Okay, and as you relook at the ones that you still have in the archive that were taken down, is there something that you see in them that would cause you to think, hmm, maybe this is why they were taken down? Uh, there's no single unifying thing. Um, I, I would say they, they tend to be videos that focus on multiple shooter narratives that where people were claiming that they, you know, hey, look, there's another shooter on the fourth floor or something of Manly Base, things like that. Um, those seem to be, if I had to guess, that's like the top thing that unifies the videos that were taken down. Okay, and then I know you've paid a lot of attention to the police scanners, and you've poured over essentially all of the available hours of police scanner audio, is that correct? That's right, yeah, it's easily over 60 hours, yeah. Okay. And from that, um, one of the things that you gleaned was that there were numerous reports of alleged other shooters or shootings going on at, at locations other than the Mandalay Bay, right? That's correct. And Both I, other shooters and other shootings. Yeah. Right, right. So it includes, uh, um, at least at the Tropicana, at the New York, New York, at Hard Rock, at Bellagio, at, uh, at a Coco's, which was by the Hooters Hotel, 
and then also at a helipad, right? Uh, there wasn't a shooting at the helipad, but there was a, a suspect on the helipad. But yeah, you're right. All the other ones, there were reports of shootings at all those all those places. Okay. So what I want to do is, is take us through some of those uh, scanner reports, and let's listen to them together, and then you can probably provide commentary on them as to what you think they indicate based on everything that you've researched uh, so far. So here's the first one. He's in a, uh, over on Tropicana in Motel 6, the older white male with fatigue and a black bag. Pedestrians say he came from that area of the shooting. He went into the motorhome. Can I get additional units? We're over by the medical facility right now. There's a bunch of AMR units. Okay, so that's the first clip, and I should have uh, let everybody know that that comes at 10.42 p.m., uh, according to the police report, the shooting ended at approximately 10.15. So this is just a little bit under 30 minutes after Paddock apparently stopped shooting from the Mandalay Bay is when we hear our first report of another shooter potentially um, outside of Mandalay Bay. Is that correct? I don't think they're reporting him as a shooter, just somebody who's suspicious. They, I think just seeing the guy with uh, in fatigues in a black bag that left the area of the shooting and then got into a um, RV. I think that's, he was just suspicious. The cops ended up um, surrounding the RV. They had shotguns. And then what I think is most interesting is that this is never resolved on the police scanner. So they, it goes on to get to the point where they, the multiple units show up, they have guns. I assume they're going to confront the person in there, but no further information is ever provided on the scanner. It seems as though they handled it on a different radio channel or in some other way handled it off the books because there's no other public radio broadcast describing what happened to that person. Mm-hmm. Is, is that a pattern that you see that you'll, you'll hear about an incident being reported, but then ultimately you don't end up hearing it ultimately resolved? Uh, that does happen several times. Yes, yeah, it does happen several times. It, it seems to me um, that they were handling some of these events off the books. That's what it looks like to me. It looks like there are certain code words they used um, to just cause things to no longer be discussed. Like, for example, they'll say, you know, nothing's happening here per security. And when they say per security, that seems to be. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All that needs to be said, the case gets closed, and there's no further discussion of it. And how did you get access to these police scanners? Uh, the website broadcastify.com has an archive of, of all the police scanners. And I just I bought an account with them and, and downloaded them all. And I host them on my website for free, so anyone who wants to get access to the the police scanner can, can download them. So, and, and how do we know whether all the police scanners are on that site or not? Well, let's see, the only way to audit them would be to get an account yourself from broadcastify.com and, and verify them. But, I mean, in other words, how do you know that that site has all of the police reports from the night of the shooting? Oh, I see. They, because it covers all of the local departments. So there's only a limited number of 
departments in the area. There's LVMPD, there's the fire department, which is part of Clark County. There's highway patrol. And there's a couple more, like there's Henderson and there, there's a couple more, but there's really only a few, um, there's only a few channels that they, that they use. And who operates that site? Uh, I'm not sure. It's just some commercial company. They, they do it across the whole country. Pretty much any public safety radio message is you can find on broadcastify.com. I, I found them um, in multiple areas around the country. But if you're suggesting that perhaps the police may have communicated through some other frequency that this website doesn't pick up, and, and hence the reason why we don't hear the ultimate resolution of this issue of this um, shooter and this potential shooter in fatigues. Right. Oh, so the reason why I, I know they have other channels is because they mention on this, on the main channel, they, they mention switching over to TAC channels, which I assume are tactical channels where they're doing some tactical discussion. So like when a SWAT team is in an area, they don't broadcast on the public radio. They switch to tactical channels so the SWAT team can talk to one another. Uh, so for sure, we're missing a lot of police reporting um, and police scanner activity because of the because of these tactical channels. <clears throat> Absolutely, because that stuff is not it's not public. Yeah, in fact, you would wonder on a night like that with such heightened security, why wouldn't all of the communication be taking place on a tactical channel? Well, I, I, they need to coordinate with other departments. So, like for example, they had people from Henderson and from. Uh, you know, in Las Vegas, there's the Paradise City people, the you know the main LVMPD, you think, but there's also the the county folks, and there's, like I said, there's Highway Patrol. So, for all of them to be able to communicate, I think they need to be on the public channels. Because I think the tactical channels only work with the local teams. That's I'm not certain about that, but I think like the SWAT team tactical channel only goes to the SWAT team. So if if they need to communicate things to the Henderson folks, right. they're not going to get it. So, okay, as to this issue of this this guy found with fatigues in a black bag, there was ultimately some additional scanner activity regarding this, uh, leading to them finding him in a in a motorhome, right? Yep. But ultimately, ultimately, the discussion went offline from anything else you could hear. That's right. Okay, let's play uh, the next one. This is number two. News be advised, there's a subject on the helipad. So they're noting that a subject is on the helipad. Um, now, to say a subject implies somebody who they think might be involved in the shooting. Was there any other discussion uh, about an alleged suspect on a, on a helipad uh, on the scanners? Nope, never again. This is the only mention of anything remotely like this, which is part of why it, it stands out and why I wanted to call attention to it. There's been multiple... Um, people who have thought there's something suspicious about some of the helicopter activity in Las Vegas that night. And I don't know how this connects to that, if it does, but I, just because they mentioned it, that makes me think there's something to it. I don't know what to make of it, but, <laughs> you know, was there somebody on the roof at the, the Delano or the Mandalay Bay or something where they have these helipads? Or is this something completely innocuous? I, it's tough to be sure. Right. Well, and I believe there was also helipads adjacent to the Route 91 festival because the airport is right there and a lot of the tourist helicopters take off from right there. So it could have been referring to that area. Um, yeah, yeah. Those are 
Could could be. Those are down a little ways, and they also had a helicopter, I think, down by the Harley Davidson's, where the police seem to have picked up from. But yeah, they, they don't they don't actually ever say where that helipad is. It's but they're talking about Tropicana and Medley Bay in, in, around that time. Yeah. So while we're on the subject of helicopters, yes, there's been a lot of reports that people thought that there were being shots fired from helicopters. Based on everything you've seen, read, heard, investigated, put on your site, what do you have to say about that? I think that's unlikely. I um, I don't see any evidence for that. A lot of the things people have suggested are evidence of that can be debunked. So people looking at certain flashing lights that are actually just safety lights for the aircraft. There are other other lights that are actually airplanes. They're not helicopters at all. And other things like this where people had said, hey, look at this. There's a helicopter in the sky and we're hearing gunshots. Therefore, they're connected. I haven't seen anything to that. Um, in fact, I've seen just the opposite. Every time I've I've dug into that. I found ways to to debunk those claims, but with one caveat, there there was one thing that was suspicious about the helicopter activity that I've never been able to resolve, and that's that um, one aircraft reported itself as an airplane, but it was actually a helicopter, and it was using the call sign of a airplane that eventually did land, and that's that's suspicious. It looks like that helicopter went over to the Mandalay Bay and hovered there for a while and then took off so could that be related to the helipad thing like did a helicopter show up and pick somebody up and leave Uh, maybe i mean maybe i don't know all i know is that there was a helicopter that had the call sign of a airplane and then Mm -hmm. other than that i I can't say anything more about it It, it's suspicious right it stands out i I don't know what to say about it but that's it that's all i can tell you yeah well, your research is definitely thorough to have that piece of information, so that's that's interesting. So I, I should have clarified that that was at 1050 was the report of somebody at a helipad, and we're going through these in uh, sequential order. So now we're we're moving on to 1108. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, and we get a first report of um, something regarding a shooter or shooting. Now, again, we should note the timeline that this is slightly now over an hour after Paddock has stopped his shooting. We get a scanner report of a potential shooter at New York, New York. We'll play that. We're getting a 415A. There's The advisor was a shooter at the front desk, New York, New York, and everyone is in the kitchen. And Zebra 20 will be at the end of the hall near the target. Okay, so first of all, do you know a, a 415A? Do you know what that is? Yeah, it's assault with a gun. And um, Zebra 20? That's the Las Vegas SWAT team. So they're deploying SWAT at 1108 to the New York, New York. Shooter at the front desk. You would certainly think that if there's a shooter at the front desk, that would get a lot of eyewitnesses. That's not a remote area, in other words, of the hotel. Right. Absolutely. Um, Now, uh, we're going to hear ongoing reports about this this shooter? 
Yeah, I think or a lead shooter. It would help to just play clip four because it's directly related. Okay. This is just a few minutes later. This is like five minutes after the that clip. Yeah. Yeah, so now we're at 11.13. At and there's approximately 150 yeah. subjects sheltered in place inside the kitchen area there. And two shots were fired inside casino floor. And there's several subjects down at New York, New York, Zoomanity. They're being taken towards the Carson 6-3. Okay. Um, are, are there additional scanner reports regarding New York, New York? Uh, there are, but they're not quite as interesting. Okay. The key part I wanted to call your attention to was the and two shots fired inside casino floor. Yeah. I think that's I think that's very interesting. Yeah. Well, you have things kind of at various spots, right? So you have a shooter at the front desk. Then you've got 150 people in the kitchen area. Then you've got two shots fired inside casino floor. And then you've got subjects down at Zumanity. Uh, that's the Cirque du Soleil show in New York, New York. So you kind of sort of have four different locations of things going on there. Well, I, I think if you follow through the reports as they unfold, is there was a shooting at the front desk and then people scattered. A lot of the people um, ran into the kitchen area. And then I think reports came in to say there were, you know, there was shooting at on the casino floor and apparently there was shooting at Zumanity. But, but anyway, it seems like the shooting started at the front desk and yeah. then maybe went somewhere else. And they're talking about SWAT deployment. Let me ask you about SWAT and listening to all the scanners. I, I presume you heard a, a lot about SWAT being deployed uh, to the event itself? Uh, yeah, I, I think I heard all, all, every report they had on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And what about SWAT being deployed to the to the Mandalay Bay? Did you also hear SWAT being deployed there? To, to in other words, to go yep. try to seek out where the shooter is at Mandalay Bay. Yeah, initially there was it was not SWAT. There was okay. a ad hoc team of four people, um, but then a little bit later they asked for SWAT to show up, and about an hour later SWAT did show up. Yeah, although ultimately it was not a SWAT team that breached the door. It was more the ad hoc team, correct? That's right. There's one of the gentlemen, I believe, is is from SWAT, who was on that ad hoc team. But yeah, there is not a SWAT team, which, by the way, by itself is kind of strange. <laughs> yeah. Kind of strange. Well, yeah. Doug Papa, the reporter from Vegas, has has made a big deal about the fact that that it wasn't SWAT that was deployed to Mandalay Bay. Um, and I guess what you're saying that you picked up from the the scanner activity was that SWAT was deployed to Mandalay Bay, but they were not. It was not a SWAT team that breached the door. It was this original ad hoc team. Right. But based on what you heard on the police scanners, there were SWAT teams in the Mandalay Bay by the time that they breached that door. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. So going back to the New York, New York thing, you know, one of the things I find unusual about all of these reports of shootings and and put the police being deployed to them is, you know, where is the re- the police report as to these? Reports, you know, you've got a report of a shooting going on on a Las Vegas Strip casino, and 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 SWAT team being deployed to it. Wouldn't that warrant uh, some type of a police report ultimately being written up as to what was found? Yeah, you'd, you'd think so. You'd think so. The impression that I get from just from from what I've heard, it seems like there's a close relationship between the police force and the security staff at the various properties, which of course you'd expect, right? Because the the hotels, the casinos have people with guns, they have intelligence operatives, they have, 
you know, they have all kinds of people monitoring cameras and patrolling things. So they seem to have a very tight relationship. So I, I think um, I think that may explain some of it. I think they I think they cooperate with one another and don't always um, do all the paperwork would be the polite way of saying it. Yeah. Well, the other issue you have is it was a harrowing night and people were deployed all over the place and there was lots of things going on and ultimately the police had to manage the information getting out and it was a difficult task enough to provide a report as to what exactly happened at the Mandalay Bay and at the site of the festival um, to additionally provide reports as to what was going on everywhere else uh, it's going to require a lot of extra time and attention, and they may have decided, hey, we're just going to focus our attention as to what happened at the festival. Yeah, it could, could be. I mean, they have to triage. They only have so many people available. Um, still, you'd think they would at least um, make available their their body cameras or something, which you know we still still don't have those. Yeah, there's certainly been enough people who have come forward saying that they believe that there was multiple shooters that the police should be issuing reports pertaining to um, these other reports of shootings or shooters and, and provide the public with what they found when they ultimately arrived on site. Yeah, I think so. And I think it would be really helpful if, if they just had the body cameras and, and some of the casino footage of, it really wouldn't take that much. I mean, just the, for example, the footage of the Bellagio, the New York, New York. I mean, I'm sure they had cameras at the front desk of the New York, New York, right? That, that seems highly likely. Yeah, well, and presumably they went there and these turn out to be false reports. Now, I'm only saying presumably because you would think that we would have heard more about this if these shootings actually took place. In other words, that these were not false reports, right? Uh, I mean, that's a possibility, yeah. I think some of them probably were false reports. Um, there's a few of them that I think you could rule out as just hysteria, um, but nothing happened. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm, I'm less convinced that explains all of it, but I do think that explains some of it. Yeah. Now, one thing we can say is that based on the time of these, these people hearing shots, they're not hearing somehow the shots from Stephen Paddock in, in, in distant echoing of it, because this is happening an hour after the shooting. So anybody who's hearing shots, right. yeah, they're, they're hearing something new, totally unrelated to what happened at the actual shooting. That's right, yeah. Now, yeah. Now, what may be happening if we see people that appear to be victims, it, it is possible New York, New York uh, is, is not so far away from the site of the festival that, the, that it's very possible that some of the, uh, the, the concert goers had fled there, and, and some of them may have even had wounds that may have fled to New York, New York. Oh, yeah, I agree. That's very likely. I think some of the reports of shooters were probably just confusions of people who were injured and they showed up at Hooters or wherever else. And I think that message might have gotten confused sometimes where people were talking about having been shot and they thought, oh, well, they're at the Hooters now, therefore there's an active shooter at, the, at Hooters. I think that, that did happen. I think, I think that's very real. 
Okay, let's go on to um, the next one. This is at 11.16 in, involving uh, the Tropicana. Tennessee advice now there's an active shooter at the Tropicana, active shooter at Tropicana. Control 374. I got medics reporting that they're getting shot at the Tropicana. Okay, so there's a, first of all, the first one saying we're getting multiple calls about of active shooters. That's right. Then another one says I've got medics, plural, reporting that they're getting shot at yep. in the Tropicana. And then let's play seven. Just be advised, if you have anybody at the Tropicana at 23, 30 hours, there was a subject that was on top of the valet break. Right at the front of the casino, he was um, running across the roof right above where the valet pickup is. Okay, so somebody running across, uh, I guess, the roof That's right. above the valet, which would seem a very unusual thing for someone to do, to be on the roof above the valet. So if you wanted an elevated position for shooting at medics, you know, being on a roof is better than being on the ground. Mm-hmm. So um, what can you tell us about these clips and, and what you've researched regarding them and what you're thinking is uh, as to them? So there, there's actually quite a few scanner mentions of stuff happening at, at Tropicana. And just to be clear, this is more than an hour after um, the shooting stopped. Most of this is happening after Paddock is confirmed dead. He, Paddock is confirmed dead at um, like 1123 roughly. That's after the cops had busted in and found him on the ground. So I think he probably died at, at 10.15, but he's definitely dead by 11.23 because they, they announced it on the radio. So anyway, this is long after that's happened. That's, that's well done and over with. And we're still getting calls about active shooters. We're getting medics reporting that they're getting shot at. And presumably, you know, they're not making that up and they're not confused. Like they know what it's like to get shot at, I, I presume. And then we've got this report of somebody running across the roof, which seems suspicious, and it's all the same site. And there's other videos where people think something's happening at the at the Tropicana. So I, I don't really, really know what to add to it, except that I think it seems as though there was some shooting at the Tropicana, at least one, possibly multiple shootings there. Do you recall these coming up at any of the press conferences? No, no one asked about them, though um, I do want to add that uh, Laura Loomer, who's a kind of a wild reporter, but a very dedicated one, she reported that when she went to the press conferences, that she was had some of the local media people come to her and tell her that they were glad she was there to ask questions because the local news people weren't allowed to ask questions that would potentially rock the boat for, you know, normal reasons, like all of their business revenue, advertising revenue comes from casinos, so they can't, they can't be out there. They can't be doing hard-hitting journalism because of their own financial interests. So they, they were glad to have someone like Laura Luma there who can say whatever she wants and ask questions. Unfortunately, after Laura Luma was in uh, two of the conferences, they stopped allowing, they stopped allowing um, her to go in, so there was no more opportunities for people to ask questions. I, I feel like the LVMPD intentionally constrained their press conferences in such a way so as to prevent people from asking straightforward questions like what you just said. Like, for example, why, you know, what happened to Tropicana? I think that's a very good question, but I think they engineered it in such a way to minimize the amount of difficult questions they'd have to deal with. Are you aware of anyone trying to ask that question and getting ignored? No, no one ever asked that question. Yeah. Well, we've spoken on multiple occasions with um, a couple of folks at L- Las Vegas Review Journal, and I've asked them that question about whether or not they feel constrained in any way in pursuing questions regarding the investigation, and, and they say that they don't. 
yeah, I, I think that's a view not shared by all of them. But yeah, I mean, that's I'm glad that at least some people don't don't feel that constraint. Um, but again, I, I think what we're talking about uh, today are things that do need to be followed up on by the press because. At minimum, it seems like the police at these locations, they must be preparing some type of written report, handwritten report even. So let's get let's see these handwritten reports. If, the, if they're not going to issue a full-fledged thought-through report as they did regarding the shooting, the 81-page report or what have you, uh, let's see the handwritten reports um, from deployment to these various uh, casinos in response to these uh, reports of shootings. Yeah, I, I personally, I would rather even more than reports, although I do want reports. I really, really want some camera footage because um, I just to be blunt about it. I trust the video more than I trust people's testimony about the video because, you know, people get confused. There's all kinds of things that can cause testimony to go awry, but the video makes it pretty yeah. black and white. OK, now clip eight. This is going to be from the Bellagio. Uh, well, I just wanted to mention real quick the one we skipped over, number 23. You don't need to play it, but it just says that be advised we're getting multiple calls of active shooters in multiple locations. May or may not be diversions. So that was another another thing that was on the radio. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay, let me let me. I just wanted to put that out there as. Go ahead yeah, yeah, we that. can go ahead and play twenty three. Call three six three. Be advised we're getting multiple calls of uh, active shooters in multiple locations. May or may not be diversions. Officers are aware. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just think it's good to mention that there certainly was an awareness of dispatch um, that there was a lot going on, right? There certainly were getting calls in multiple locations, and they were thinking that this could be, you know, a terrorist attack where there's shooters at a bunch of different places trying to cause a distraction, you know? They, they were certainly thinking about that, and that's... You can see that in their communications. Yeah, and in speaking with numerous people uh, um, that were there that night, certainly for a number of hours after the shooting, there was still ongoing panic and certainly a belief among the people that we've spoken to that this was an active situation that um, was ongoing and no one felt safe until many hours uh, after the the shooting from the Mandalay Bay stopped. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right. Definitely. Okay, so number eight is... is if we Go ahead. If you skip all the way down to number 17, this is much later. This is almost at one in the morning. They, um, they specifically say, can you divert media, please? We don't have all suspects accounted for. <laughs> now, again, they might have been mistaken. This is one in the morning. But, but I guess at that time, even the police thought there were multiple suspects and they didn't have them all arrested. So anyway. Do we know about other arrests that night? Only that a couple people were arrested. Nothing about um, why specifically they were arrested or any further details. I mean, I can't imagine in a situation like that that there would not be a number of arrests, you know, c- considering all all the craziness that's happening um, and, and concert goers fleeing and going into casinos and, and, and police on heightened alert. 
you would imagine there had to have been a, a, a decent number of arrests. Yeah, there were certainly several, like, you know, security called called the police and saying they had one person detained who uh, they said was involved in it, and they, they said no weapons were found on him. So I don't know why they thought he was involved in it, but security did detain someone, and uh, there was no further mention of them on the radio. So presumably the cops did show up and cart him off. Based on the police scanners, about how many arrests do you recall hearing about? I think there was four, I want to say. maybe There's four or five. I think there was at least three that got away, where there was people that ran from the cops or were reported as being suspicious, like a dude that got out with a gun and ran away, um, but there was no further follow-up on it. So yeah, I'd say probably five arrests and two people that were probably would have been arrested if they were found, but they, they ran away. And would you say on these five arrests, were these all arrests as suspects of being involved in the shooting? Only one where they're very clear about it. Um, the other ones could have been unrelated things, just, you know, I, I don't know, right? They could have just been suspicious looking people or, you know, who knows what, right? There's only one where they very clearly thought they were involved in mm-hmm. the activities of the night because they explicitly said so on the police scanner. Yeah. And we'll go ahead and play 17 since you mentioned it. This is at 1255. Three Mary 9, 656. Can you divert media, please? We don't have all suspects accounted for. So presumably trying to keep media away as they're still hunting down suspects to, to not get in the way of any potential arrests, I guess. Interestingly, it was only about a half an hour later after that, what you just played, about a half an hour after that is when the first press conference was. And it was during that press conference that the that Sheriff Lombardo said that there was it was false that there were multiple shooters. So on the one hand, so I, yeah, on the one hand they're mentioning other suspects, but then a half hour later he's already concluding that there was only one shooter. Yes, he said there's that's been proven to be false. So I think I think there's a a disconnect there that isn't well explained between you know this is about 35 minutes later after that they don't have all suspects accounted for he's saying that on television i feel like that's an inconsistency uh then number eight you've got this reported 1129 of gunfire at bellagio um but we want to pick that up when we when we talk specifically about bellagio right yeah okay so we'll skip to number nine which says at 1135 and this pertains now to yet a third casino the planet hollywood Control 307 WC, can we contact Planet Hollywood? We're getting uh, some reports, possibly some shots there. Okay, and what is, uh, do you know what 307 WC is? Well, that's just the guy's call, call sign. All right, and then what What should I play next about Planet Hollywood? Uh, well, I don't think there's anything else to play about it. I just wanted to call your attention to um, an eyewitness count from a person named Aurora Monroe, and I, I just pasted in some text that I think... It's a key part, I guess, of part of her eyewitness account. So she was at the Planet Hollywood. She was at a, a slot machine, and she very specifically said that she could hear the sound of gunfire over the casino sounds, which she, you know, talked about how loud it is and so on. And she was very adamant that she knows what gun sounds like, and that that's this was gunfire. And this was in the 11:15 to 11:22 time frame when she heard it. So she's an eyewitness to what mm-hmm. is reported on the police scanner. So the police scanner says there was a possible shooting at the Planet Hollywood, and Aurora Monroe, who was at the Planet Hollywood, says they were shooting. Any other activity on the police scanners about Planet Hollywood? Nope. That was it. So another situation where 
allegations of shots fired, certainly police would have been deployed if, if there's reports of shots being fired at a Las Vegas Strip casino. You can be assured that police are going to get there quickly, and there should be some report as to what they found, and we've got a minimum of at least one eyewitness separately saying that she heard shots. That's right, and the, the time frames do line up. Um, there, so, by the way, there were force protection teams, is what they were they were calling them, deployed to essentially the whole strip. There was, from what you can hear on the police scanner, it sounds like they pretty much had an army of people um, locked down the strip. They sent teams everywhere, and they had them um, guarding all the all the big properties. Yeah, again, demonstrating that the police were very concerned that this was a large scale operation. If you're like me, you like your bed to be cool at night, especially the pillow. And I've been reading that you get your best night's sleep when your room is cool and nothing's better than having your pillow cool. And I couldn't believe it when I heard about this pillow that doesn't need to be turned over. There is no cool side of the pillow. Both sides of the pillow are cool. It's the REM pillow. You can get it at superfinesleep.com. They use the highest quality of foam available. There's all kinds of different grades of foam out there, and the other companies are not using the highest grade. This is, I assure you, the highest grade of foam, and it's aerated foam. That's how the pillow stays cool. I highly, highly recommend these pillows. We can offer you a special discount at superfinesleep.com. If you use the promo code TRUTH, this is just for our listeners only, they'll give you 20% off at superfinesleep.com if you buy two of the REM pillows. That's superfinesleep.com. Use the promo code TRUTH for 20% off. Okay, let's play um, the next one uh, involving a... um, 11? Yeah. And, And this was taking place where? Number 11. Uh, let's see. They didn't say on that one. I don't think that one says. There's no context for it. Okay. Well, I'll go ahead and play it. Control 644 PD. 644 PD. We've got a citizen advising that a Ford Super Duty Dually white pickup truck with a plate 444 X-ray Lincoln Mary pulled up and his eye with a rifle got out and ran northbound. Control PD 150. He's further described as wearing a dark shirt, tan pants with a, with a leg holster. Three to four years old. He was not seen through the bushes. So there's nothing else to it than just that. I just thought it's interesting that someone called in and said very specifically there was a guy in this truck with this license plate number. Mm-hmm. He had a rifle. He got out and ran. I don't know what to make of that, but I think that's interesting. Yep. Okay, here's another interesting report at 1152. Control 654, Chateau is clear. We're getting intel that possibly a white male in a black T-shirt with a long rifle is going into nightclubs and areas and clearing people out. He may, he may be the one causing all this pandemonium. Again, not not sure where they're talking about there, right? The chateau. Oh, chateau. Oh, chateau. Is that is that at the MGM? It's at the chateau nightclub. Is just north of Planet Hollywood. It's in Paris. Uh huh. Saying that chateau is clear, but we're getting intel that possibly a white male in a black T-shirt with a long rifle is going into nightclubs and areas and clearing people out. That's right. So there, there was a call just before this at the chateau, and that's why they. They had someone out there, so they sent someone out to Chateau, and then uh, I'm guessing while they were there, they received this intel that probably the person who just left the Chateau <laughs> had, a, you know, had a long rifle and uh, was clearing people out. Okay, let's play this next one and tell us how this one uh, relates. Reference to 413 on Danville. The subject was supposed to be armed with a rifle. When they didn't see him anymore, he hasn't run off. He's possibly still there. So where was the 413? What's a 413? Uh, so 413 is a person with a gun. Okay. And Danville, where's Danville? Uh, let's see. Danville is, it's uh, by, it's like 
south of the Route 91 is the easiest way to say it. But, but about how close? Uh, only like a block or two. Okay. So here's yet another subject um, armed with a rifle that they had been tracking down and ultimately, did it sound like they ever found him? Nope. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nope, never to be heard from again. And one thing I want to mention at this point is... So this is south of Route 91, whereas just a few minutes ago we were talking about uh, Chateau, which is you know way north. This is like a mile or two away, two miles. It's quite a, quite a ways away. So it seems like some of these events had to be disconnected from one another. Like there were different people that people at least thought had guns, whether they did have guns or not. You know, we obviously can't be sure, but they were at least reporting that people had guns that were going in different directions. Some people going south, some people going north. Mm-hmm. One question you'd have to ask is that if there was other shooters or shootings, where are the victims? Well, the victims were reported at multiple locations, um, though they weren't all recorded that way in the police paperwork. But you can hear in the police scanner that people were found shot all over, right? So there, there are victims at all kinds of places, though in the preliminary fit report, you know, at least one of the victims, we can be quite sure, um, was shot at a different location from where it was mentioned in the fit report, because we have video of where of her being dragged into a different spot. So we know that's not where she came from. But the fit report, it seems like what they did was they collected all the victims and put them in one area. And then that's where they reported them as found. They didn't, they didn't actually report where the victims were originally were, at least not all of them. What, what, what is, if FIT report stands for what? Force Investigation Team. It's the internal affairs, essentially. For reasons that aren't entirely clear, if that's the group that was assigned to do the investigation of some of the um, happenings this, this night. I, I don't know why that is, but Sheriff Lombardo said it was a divide-and-conquer strategy, that they essentially just had people available on the Force Investigation Team, and so they, they had them do this investigation. Uh-huh. Okay, let's play this one that's at 12.03. This is number 14. Control RT-28. We were advised not to move the cameras by WC, but we are monitoring them. Uh, yeah, what are they referring to there? I'm not certain. They said they were advised not to move the cameras by WC. I, I don't know what WC is. I'm guessing something command, but, but I'm, I'm not. IWC. No, I think it's just a transcription typo. If you play it again, yeah. I think he says by. Oh, okay. Not to move the cameras by WC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm guessing it's some, some form of command structure. Um, and I, the only thing that's interesting about this is it's hard to imagine why you would ask people not to move cameras unless there was something they didn't want them to see. That's the only thing that comes to mind. Yeah, and uh, but where were the cameras? Do we know? We don't know. Um, I think these are the cameras at um, T-Mobile. Just in context, I think that's what they're referring to, but... But I'm not certain about that. T-Mobile, you mean T-Mobile Arena? Uh, I don't think it's T-Mobile Arena. There's some kind of command center that has uh, cameras that cover around Tropicana and Excalibur and uh, Mandalay Bay. So it's, I, I, was, I don't actually don't know this for a certainty, but I, I think they just have cameras on like cell towers or something around this area. And there's some kind of command center where they're able to view these cameras. 
because quite early on, um, there's mention of, of going to get access to these cameras because they have good coverage of the area where there's all this activity. So specifically, there was a, an earlier mention on the police scanner where they said, could we have an available unit head over to T-Mobile to their command post? They have gotcha. cameras that cover a lot of the area around Mandalay Bay, Luxor, and Excalibur. And then dispatch says, I'll send a unit that can go to T-Mobile command post. So I'm guessing that's what they're talking about, about the cameras, is the T-Mobile command post. Okay, let's go to the next one. This one takes place at the Mirage. There are units that can be around to uh, Mirage. There's a female calling in whispering, thinks the shooter is there on the seventh floor of the garage. There she thinks the shooter, which is interesting. Yep. And again, it could be nothing. Just they they think there is a shooter there in the at the Mirage. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but they thought there was. So just another report. Yeah. Well, and they say the shooter. Uh, the shooter by this time is well dead. And so if she's referring to the shooter from the Harvest Festival, the police at that time know that the that shooter is dead. So right. to say he thinks the shooter would kind of kind of implies that there had been prior discussion about another shooter to refer to it as the shooter as opposed to a shooter. Well, this person may not know that the Route 91 stuff is over, right? Presumably they're... They're far away at this point, so they wouldn't necessarily know that. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the person on dispatch, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, the, she, they're reporting that a female's calling, whispering, thinks the shooter is there on the seventh floor. Um, anyway, okay, this next one is interesting. Now we're at 1252, and this is probably now after Lombardo's press conference? Uh, no, the press conference is at about 1.30. 1.30, so we're still before the press conference. Yeah. At the press conference, Lombardo says there's only one shooter but listen to this. Earlier, I believe a group off of Reno, they uh, are taking into custody one white male, all in green camo, and a backpack with them. They're going to be directly to the southeast of the Tropicana. So here is an example of an arrest that night, taking into custody a white male in green camo and a backpack with him. We don't know why he was taken into custody, but obviously suspected of doing something. Yeah, it could have been loitering, you know. <laughs> we don't know. But. Yeah. And then it's right after that is your clip 17 that we already played where they talk about uh, not having all suspects yet accounted for, uh, still prior to the Lombardo press conference. Yep. And then let's play this one, uh, number 18, which was at uh, 104 a.m. Just need that confirmation that it's code 4 on the 4th floor of Mandalay Bay for FD. We're, we're checking with South Central Dispatch who has the zebra unit. They do believe there is another suspect on the fourth floor. We haven't heard anything further about an active shooter, but stand by just one. And what is Health Central Dispatch? I think it's actually South Central Dispatch. Okay. I think that's uh, just a transcription error. Okay. So I, the reason why there's these transcription errors is just because I, I paid Rev.com to just turn six hours of MP3 into text. And, you know, I think they just have people that do this, so they're... <laughs> And the, the quality of the audio isn't that great for these police scanners, so I think that's that's why there's some typos in there. Yeah. In Zebra Unit, you said a SWAT. That's right. So it is interesting to, to, to know that still at 1.04 a.m., SWAT is still at Mandalay Bay searching floors, looking for a suspect on the fourth floor. Right. And, we're just ne- and now we're just getting upon minutes before Lombardo's press conference where he says he's debunked the idea that there was anything other than one shooter. Right. And we don't have cameras in the hallways of the Mandalay Bay. So someone very easily could have escaped from that room undetected um, in light of the the lack of cameras. I'm not going to say easily, but it's certainly possible. Right. Yep. Uh, The only thing I wanted to mention about that was that right around that same time as that that comment, there was 
Another comment that's directly related it says, units now advising no-force no teams into Mandalay Bay. There's possibly another suspect on the fourth floor, and it says that's per the lieutenant. So I, the part of that that I wanted to bring to your attention was just to say that one of the officials there that's managing the crisis there at Mandalay Bay, they think there's possibly another suspect on the fourth floor. So it's not that's, that wasn't just like a random yokel calling in. That was, that was um, one of their own people. And that's what they're referring to here when they say that they do believe there's another suspect on the fourth floor. Right. Okay, now we go to 111 AM. This is clip 19. I need a uh, strike team to come in gate 4A into the Route 91 lot. We've got uh, a suspect that we are not yet able to get into custody. So this is now two hours approximately after the shooting has stopped, and the Route 91 festival should have been thoroughly cleared by that time, but they're trying to get a hold of a suspect um, at the location of the event that they're they're having trouble getting into custody. No, this is almost three hours after the shooting. Uh, sorry, you're right, three hours. Yeah. Yeah, but the same point applies. that I mean, <laughs> Everything should have been thoroughly yep. cleared out. It seems very unusual that you would have a suspect at that location um, three hours later that they're having trouble getting into custody. And it, you know, it could just be that's a drunk guy that didn't want to leave or, you know, who knows, right? But I, I do think these these are interesting and it, it does tell some kind of a story. And I think it's helpful to, to know all this activities going on. It seems like there hasn't been much discussion of, of all this activity. Yeah. Well, and again, the, the terminology I think is important to say a suspect that would imply a suspect in the shooting. You know, they, they don't say a, a, a drunk person, you know, I don't think you would call a drunk person who's acting belligerently a suspect. Um, I don't think that would be the term that they would usually use for them. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. I agree. Okay, let's go to number 20, 114 AM. And there's a unit that can be around South Valley. It looks like security is calling in saying they have one detained saying that he was involved in this. The negative weapons were found on him. Uh, and they're saying can route to Valley. Is that a street? I think Valley might be a hospital that they're talking about, the uh -huh. Valley Hospital Medical Center. Okay. That's what they, when they mentioned Valley before, that's what they were talking about was the medical center. Yeah, okay. So security at the medical center has called in, and they're saying that they have someone detained there who's saying that he was involved in this. So that could just be a crazy nut right? or something else. Yet, once again, we've got no follow-up from the police in any reporting as to when they did deploy to this valley location, what they found and what they learned. Right. And here, this is the only time where they explicitly say something about the, believing the person's involved. And I think in context, when they say he's involved in, in this, they're referring to the mass shooting. I mean, that, in context, that's what it, it seems like it has to be. Okay. Then we had mentioned a Coco's before. Let's play the Coco's clip that comes in now. Um. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At about the same time. Also, we're getting a report of a 413 at Coco's 169 East Tropicana. Time was about 7. There was a male with a 413 in front of the white male mid-20s. 
early 35'8 skinny dark hair camo shirt. Another camo shirt, which is interesting. We had another suspect who was wearing camo. Yeah, it had a gun. Now, you know, there might be vigilantes or whatever you want to call them that I could imagine having hopped into their pickup trucks and driven to the site. So that could explain some of this. Yeah, agreed. Uh, but again, a 413 is is someone with a gun, correct? Yep. And the next two are, are related, so if you just play those next. Um... Okay. All right, here's the next one at 205. Yeah. All right, we're just advised by security of possible 434s at Coco's. And then a, another individual advisor's three subjects down in there. So uh, if we can get a couple more units to meet us at Koval and Trop on the uh, southwest corner so we can head over there, please. Three subjects down. Um, I would presume that would mean shot. Yeah. Because 434 is, that, that, that means there was gunfire. Yeah. Okay. Now let's go ahead and play the last one at 211. Uh, there's units downstairs. Over there. I think it was lower extremity, though. They can come to the back door of Coco's, please. Um, let's play that again. I want to make sure I heard that right. Uh, there's units downstairs. Oh, there, I think it was lower extremity, though. Okay. This looks like a transcription error because it says the shooting was downstairs, but... I think it's the units were downstairs. That's that's what I heard. Yeah, I think that is a transcription error, yeah. Let me play it again. Uh, there's units downstairs. Oh, there, I think it was lower extremity, though. They can come to the back door of Cocos, please. I think it was lower extremity, though. They usually... Extremity usually refers to the body. Right. So what what do you think... They're talking about here. There's, there's. Let's play together. Uh, there's units downstairs. Oh, there. I think it was lower extremity though. There's, there's units downstairs. I think it was lower extremity though. I'm not sure what to make of that. It's either that they're, they're asking for the police to come into the back door of Coco's, or they think that the people who did the shooting came into the back door. But I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. But the thing I wanted to mention was that this is, you know, this is 2 a.m. now, so this is after. Lombardo's had his first press conference, and we're still getting advised by security. This isn't just a random yokel, right? The security team, the security people are saying, you know, possible gunfire, and that there's three people down, and they're asking for more units to follow up on it. So to me, that seems like about a half an hour before this is when Lombardo said that they've debunked all the other shooters, whereas here we still have security saying, you know, we've got people down, we've got cop, we need more cops. Like, this doesn't seem like They've debunked all those claims. I think the sheriff was not being truthful mm-hmm. when he said that. Okay, and then uh, number 22 at 2.36 a.m. But if we leave these fifteen or 1,600 people in place, we are going to have some serious uh, medical and mob problems in here. Okay, fifteen or 1,600 people in place. Do you know where he's talking about? Uh, yeah, the Michael Jackson Theater at the Mandalay Bay. They had moved a lot of people in there um, just to quarantine them off. It's just essentially a lot of people that were in the area, they, they corralled them into the Michael Jackson Theater. Yeah, and they're holding them there. But again, let, let's recalculate the time here. It's at 2.36, so we're now four and a half hours, right? Four and a half hours after the shooting, and people are still being quarantined inside a theater. Yeah, that's right. They, they didn't... Yeah, that'll, again, give you some idea as to how long this event took for, for what... A, a, a period of time, the police were concerned that this was something beyond just a single shooter, or, or at minimum, you know, single shooter, or but but coordinated attack, a shooter working with others. There would be no reason to keep people quarantined four and a half hours later, uh, unless you still had suspicion that there were others involved. Yeah, and just also to reiterate, this is three hours after they've announced for certain 
that the shooter in the 32nd floor is dead, right? Like they've announced on the radio that Paddock is dead. So he's definitely dead three hours ago and the shooting stopped four hours ago. <laughs> so this is, anyway, I think when you look at the other radio traffic, I think it makes more sense as to why they think there's still a concern because clearly there were continued reports of, of gunfire, of, people with guns, you know, this kind of thing. They were literally keeping the people in the dark in the Michael Jackson theater. Like you can find video of people who were in there and it looked terrifying. Like they, they kept the lights off. When anyone came to the door, everyone freaked out. I mean, it, it must've been terrifying for those people. It was not a good situation. You, you've got some of that video on your site? Uh, yeah, somewhere, somewhere. I definitely do. Yeah. Okay. Now let's talk about the Bellagio um, because there was a number of reports that you, you follow regarding the um, Bellagio, which was the furthest location from the festival where there were reports of a shooting or shooter. Um, so take me through um, what we can play regarding that. Yeah, so just to start out, the Bellagio is um, it's about 1.6 miles roughly. Um, let's say a mile and a half. It's a mile and a half from Mandalay Bay to the Bellagio. So this is, you know, it's quite a ways. <laughs> it's quite a ways. This is not next door. Um, what else do I want to mention and set up about that? So the reason why I focused a little bit on the Bellagio is because I think this provides the best evidence for potentially multiple shooters at multiple locations. Uh, I can't say it's conclusive, but um, I think it's the strongest evidence because there's multiple eyewitnesses that tell the same kind of story as we hear on the police scanner. And that congruence between the police scanner and the eyewitness testimony is, I think, very compelling. So, in fact, the only thing which the police scanner, which doesn't line up with the police scanner, is when they call it a false alarm. That's the only thing that doesn't match. Everything else lines up perfectly. Okay. And um, what should I play first? So, let's see. Are you on the Bellagio 2 page? Yes. Okay. So, there's the one at 1129. Okay. We need the air clear for Zebra 20. They have one suspect down inside the room. Zebra 20 has one suspect down inside the room. Now we're getting shot. Report it. 19, if you can leave my place. You can see advice. Now we're getting shots fired at Caesars and the Bellagio. So reports reports from uh, uh, shots not just at Bellagio, but also Caesars. Yes, yeah. Caesars being even one hotel further down from... Um, that's right. Okay, and then we'll play the one just a minute later. Do we have any updates on either Bellagio or Caesars? Do we have strike teams in route there? So they're sending strike teams out to Bellagio and Caesars. And then let's play just a minute later. Bellagio saying negative shots fired at Bellagio. Negative shots fired at Bellagio. And no one's going in or out, so they're locking it down. Okay, so is that now the Bellagio reporting that, in fact, there have been they, there has been no shots fired That's at right. Bellagio? That's right. They're saying there's been no shots fired. And so another thing to mention about the Bellagio is there appears to be two separate incidents of reported shooting at the Bellagio. We've so far just gone to the first one. So the first one occurred somewhere around 1120, roughly. I don't know if it was... 1115, 1125, somewhere around 1120. And that's that's the one that we're hearing about now. 
Yeah, and were there separately some eyewitness accounts that you found of shooting around that time? Yes, there were. Yeah, I think it's actually helpful to to watch some of those eyewitness reports. I um, I, I made up some transcripts with some key some of the key snippets from what they're saying, but just to give you some of the key parts that I think is very important is you have eyewitnesses saying that they heard the gunfire with their own ears and they say, you know, pop, 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 pop. They, like they are describing what happened. Um, there's at least some of these witnesses were unaware that there was anything happening at other hotels. Like these people were watching shows or whatever. Like they, they didn't know something had happened at Mandalay Bay or Route 91. They had no idea there was shooting going on in Las Vegas. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So they're just sitting there at the front of the Bellagio at the Petrosian Lounge having a drink. And then they, they see this and then they, they hear the gunshots. And there was a uh, you know, 22-year veteran of the Marines who... You know, jumped up and <laughs> tackled his wife and covered her on the ground once he heard the gunshots. And these are people who are saying they're very sure these were gunfire. So, mm-hmm. and there, is is any are any of the shots caught on tape from you found from what you found? I think it's I, it's possible. So if you skip down later to where it's at eleven fifty eight. You could play that. This is a, a, a later, late, later shooting. This is a second incident at the Bellagio. Okay. Here we go. Sergeant Jesse Wiggins, 744. Yeah, 415A now, Bellagio. PDR is hearing a lot of shots being fired. Control, MGM Festival, CP. Yeah, now explain, explain what we just heard there. So there's two two bursts of what sound like possible um, automatic gunfire. Is that all on one continuous uh, piece of tape from the police scanner? Yeah. And what what does it mean? It says at the end, Control MGM Festival CP. So Control is what they call the dispatch people. And I don't know what CP is, but MGM Festival, I think, is the ch- description of the team who runs um one of their business, like there's a festival grounds at the MGM. So I'm guessing that's some kind of leadership person. But anyway, I don't think that's actually important. That's just some random text from the scanner. I think what's important is, um, you know, we hear those sounds, which sound kind of like gunfire. And then they say that they're getting reports of a 415 and they're hearing lots of shots being fired. And that's the exact same time that we're hearing those sounds, which makes me think, the, the sounds which they're calling gunfire are probably gunfire. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's play it one more time. Sergeant Jesse Wiggins, 744. Control. 415A now, Bellagio PDR is hearing a lot of shots being fired. Control. MGM Festival CP. It's really um, odd 
audio because it, you've got Sergeant Jesse Wiggins, then you've got this 415 Bellagio, then you've got this Control MGM Festival. The three um, things stated there don't seem to be connected. I mean, who, 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 do we know who's communicating with who here? Uh, not exactly. I mean, if you see the transcript in the full context, um, it's starting out. So the way they normally introduce themselves is they give their call sign. So you'll commonly see pairs of things like, you know, WC704 control. And it's essentially announcing yourself and then announcing who you want to talk to is, I think, how they do it. And so I think what was happening here is Sergeant Jesse Wiggins was about to say something. And then we heard that gunfire. And so he was interrupted. So he didn't hear. So like he was about to say something. I don't know what it was. And then dispatch said, we're getting gunshots. And we hear more gunshots. And then dispatch is, um, is, is reporting something else. So those are, those are unrelated. So I think Jesse Wiggins was about to say something and he got interrupted. Then we're getting a report of shots fired. And then there's an unrelated report where they're advising that Fox News is headed towards the festival lot and they want somebody to push them back. So that's what that festival CP thing is about. Is there, the rest of that description says, hey, Fox is headed over there. Can you please push him back? Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's play these other couple of uh, uh, transcripts from uh, the Bellagio. It is the advisors, a male walking into the Bellagio. So I guess, I guess they've got Bellagio on lockdown at this point. So I guess that's why it would be... They'd be pointing out somebody's walking in, and then let's play the next one. Is the advice at the Bellagio employee entrance, there's a male walking in with a rifle, Bellagio employee entrance. Again, we don't know where that report's coming from. Where, where would you surmise they're getting that report from? I assume it's, it's 911, and you'll see why as we go down to the next, the next clip, or two clips down, I guess. Okay. Let's play the one uh, two clips down. Control 701. So Bellagio appears on file that security is at the employee entrance, negative 434. Okay. And then, then we hear the gunfire, right? That's the or the possible gunfire. I don't know what it is. but Yep. And they, they report gunfire. The 415A, they report gunfire. And then the next one. Okay. Let's play the one after we hear the gunfire. You see by the 415A, Bellagio appears hearing a lot of shots being fired, not seeing anyone. They're on the first floor, and he's whispering. And now she's saying suspects are inside with her, and she's whispering, cannot talk. All right, last on that report, please. I came in at 23.55, four ago. And we're calling Bellagio now. And what is um, what is 415? 415 is man with gun, right? Uh, yeah, 415A, yeah. And in Bellagio... Uh, or it's assault with a gun, technically. But yeah. and, and, and what is PDR? I don't... I don't know what that is. 415 in Bellagio, P- PDRs. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. PDR is fired. And then the one right after that, I think is I think maybe the last one or second to last one. Okay. The unit's reference of Bellagio is going to be negative 415A, and that's per security. So is that them again now? Bellagio is saying again now that it's negative as to a person with a gun. That's right. They're saying that per security, there's nothing happening now. I personally think that the dispatcher sounds exasperated as she's saying that. Um, that's just my subjective impression of, of that person's voice. I think, yeah, I think there was a gunfire, and I think they know it. <laughs> uh, let's play it again. The unit's reference of Bellagio is going to be negative 415A, and that's per security. 
She's sounding annoyed like, again, they're denying anything. I think so. I think that's exasperation, but that's just my my impression. And then uh, and then last one is regarding a strike team there here. It's strike team at Bellagio thing, the strike team in Bellagio that we need to know. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So they're there saying that we, yeah, go ahead. The only thing I'll add to that, if there's, there's not, um, there's only, they only sent one strike team to most locations. So it's, there's some reason that they're requesting a second strike team, even though they've, they've repeatedly said there's nothing happening at the Bellagio for some reason, even though there's nothing happening at the Bellagio, they are sending a second strike team, which I think reveals the truth of what's happening, which is that there really is something going on and they're just not being honest about it on the radio. Okay, that concludes the police clips, and it certainly leaves a lot of open questions as to what really happened at these other locations. Were there other shooters or were there not? It seems to me that the police owe us additional police reports. Again, if there's an allegation of a shooting or shooter at a strip casino in the lobby, in the casino, taking place at a minimum the police owe us a police report as to what was ultimately discovered once police were deployed there i will note that we're not aware of any one who was shot or injured at these other casinos so if there was shooting taking place there i'm not aware of any injuries that have been reported i'm not aware of any bullet holes that were reported at these casinos so we're not necessarily asserting that there was in fact another shooter that night Uh, But there certainly were reports of it, and we'd like to know what did the police determine when they went out there? Where is the police report from that night as these other shootings? Next week, we're going to have a police expert on to ask these questions of and find out what's going on and when we expect to see a police report as these alleged shootings going on at other places at the Strip. It's one of the lingering, outstanding questions from that night. And until it's resolved, we're not going to have ultimate conclusion on what really happened that night. Thank you for listening. Again, please, if you want to support us, patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, Hidden Truth Show. If you want to support the show, you can also go to superfinesleep.com and take advantage of our promotion code there, Truth, for our pillow offer to support the show. And we want to thank you for going to our various social media locations, Facebook, Hidden Truth Show. We've got a great community going on there. Continue to send us comments there, Instagram and YouTube. Also, our website, HiddenTruthShow.com. Thank you again for listening. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to Hidden Truth, Las Vegas Shooter with Jim Breslow. Find us at HiddenTruthShow.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Hidden Truth Show. You know, summer is almost upon us, and if you're like me, you're always having trouble trying to stay cool in the bed. I decided I needed to do something about it. And finally, I learned about the REM pillow, which always stays cool. This pillow is unbelievable. You don't need to turn it over. The pillow stays cool. Imagine having a pillow that's always staying cool under your head, and you're now going to sleep comfortably even in the middle of the summer. 
we can now offer this pillow at superfinesleep.com. They're giving us a special discount just for our listeners for this REM pillow that stays cool throughout the summer. Don't even have to turn the pillow over. It's an unbelievable invention using the highest quality of foam available. Go to superfinesleep.com. Enter the promo code TRUTH for 20% off of two pillows. This is for our listeners only. Go to superfinesleep.com. Order the REM pillow. Enter the promo code TRUTH, and you'll get 20% off your order of two pillows. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.